You know we love staying connected. From current events to drama and celebrity gossip, we stay in the know. But it can be hard to keep up when your Wi-Fi cuts out around the house. You know, spotty in one room, but strong in the other. Thankfully, the next generation Xfinity 10G network can help by keeping you connected to everything you love with reliable wall-to-wall Wi-Fi. That means you can stay up to date on all the latest buzz in real time from room to room. Start listening to your favorite podcasts in the kitchen and listen all over the house as you put your laundry away. Better yet, the whole family can work, stream, and play on multiple devices, all with a fast and reliable connection. With the next generation Xfinity 10G network, your entire house can keep up with all the action with less buffering. Get it all from the network made for streaming, the Xfinity 10G network. So many of us love coffee. Mm-hmm. Like the living for it type of love. Some like it hot, some like it iced with a splash of creamer, and some like it with a cold foam topping. Many of us stop into coffee shops on our way to work more often than we'd like to admit. Oh, yes. But now, thanks to International Delight Cold Foam Creamer, you can make cold foam coffee at home. It's honestly game-changing. You can just shake the canister and spray it onto your coffee. And voila, you've got an incredible cold foam coffee at home. No frothing, fancy machines, or mess required. Ooh, an International Delight Cold Foam Creamer foams and creams your coffee from top to bottom. And the best part, mm-hmm. it works on both hot and iced coffees. Oh my gosh, I'm drooling. Okay, so it comes in three foaming delicious flavors. French vanilla, sweet and creamy, and caramel macchiato. So you can switch things up depending on your mood. Look for your favorite flavor next time you're at the grocery store. And be prepared to say goodbye to your barista. Okay, Bree, so what reminds you of college days? French vanilla. I mean, Bree and I lived on International Delight French Vanilla. And you know what's the cutest thing? Is every time our dad comes to visit... He calls me because I always be like, what do you want me to get the grocery store? And he's like, oh, make sure to get, it's always International Delight French Vanilla Creamer because I can't have it without my coffee. So guess what I'm getting my dad when he comes to visit because I know I'm going to love it. International Delight Cold Foam Creamer. French vanilla, of course. You guys, this is a game changer. Okay. How many of us spend too much money at coffee shops? Me. Me. Yes. And we deserve as human beings, to have that yummy, delicious coffee Why we all go to the coffee shops. And I'll be honest, I've kind of always wanted to be a barista, and now I can in my kitchen at my home. I'm really excited to have this, and I can't wait to hear what Dad thinks. International Delight Cold Foam Creamer. It's foaming delicious. I don't want to live a life safe way because you just don't grow, you don't improve, you don't get better, you don't challenge yourself. And I think that's what's happened for the past year. It's easier to make a safe choice because you know what's going to work. The bells are getting back. And we have a podcast. Part of that success is being open books. I think it would be amazing to do a comeback. It's so good, though. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Like, this is so good. Like, I want to do this all the time now. And now. Coming to the mic, Nikki and Brie Bella. This is the Bella's Podcast. All right, everyone. So we're back. And today we're going to be opening up with something a little different. Oh, yes. Because we have a very special guest today. I actually share a bed with him. Well, hopefully every night for a little bit longer, but we're going to have some coffee because Artem's obsessed with coffee. I feel like right now it's too early in the morning to pop open a bottle of champagne or wine. And let's be honest, always after Thanksgiving, I feel like everyone over consumes on the wine and the alcohol and the food. My tongue's a bit swollen. My palate is a little exhausted. My body is swollen. I won't even get on the scale because I can't stop eating leftovers. So Brie won't get on the scale, but... I did the scale every morning so far. Well, why do you do that to yourself? I feel like you're torturing yourself. Because I've actually been proud. This has been the least amount of weight I have gained on a Thanksgiving week. What are you, you gained two pounds? I've gained two pounds, but this was my thing I told myself. Eat as much as you want before a certain time and then just stop eating. And then I would have like crazy sweats through the night and I was like, oh cool, I maybe 
you know, sweat it out half a pound. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is such crazy talk, but this is what my brain will process. Well, it's funny because every year for Thanksgiving, I wake up Thanksgiving morning and I say, Brie, what do we want to feel like tomorrow? So <laughs> let's be mindful. And yeah. I, I start mindful. And then I think what really gets me is I'm full, but it, I haven't had a dessert yet. Yeah. So I should stop eating after the dinner part, but then everyone busts out the pies and the pumpkin cake and the ice cream. And then that's what makes me feel awful. Right. But this is what I tell myself. This is one holiday we celebrate once a year, right? Time for family and friends and overindulging and dishes that you and I were talking about this and we'll get into our Bella family Thanksgiving traditions, but it's the one year that we get these certain dishes, certain types of desserts. And so I feel like it's good to overindulge, even though I feel completely lethargic and sluggish and tired. Yeah. (laughs) I guess I feel like it's really never a good time, but there is something special about it because Nikki and I cook all the food. We kicked ass. Let's just say we kicked ass Thursday. We're very proud. And it's food that we only do make once a year. Yes. So you're right. There's something special about it. But so Nikki and I wake up because she's staying with me up here in the mountains. So we started cooking at 730 and it was cute because Birdie wanted to help. Oh my gosh, you guys. Every dish we started to prepare, she was like, mommy, I want to help. Dodo, what can I do? And yeah. she wanted to be so hands on. And she grabbed her stool from her bedroom. She did. Brought it in the kitchen. It so and cute. that's how she asked us to help the first time. And it was so adorable. And like as a mom, I'll say she's four and a half. So she can't really help out a lot. Sometimes it's a little more stressful. And I kept telling myself, like, don't get stress free. They make more of a mess. Right. It also goes a lot slower yeah. and they want to do things that they're really not capable of doing. But this is too cute. And it's a holiday. So like, you want to enjoy it. Yeah. You could tell Nicole, I was kept counting to like a hundred. Yeah. Like Brie, patience, I could, I could see the irritation in her eyes. Patience. And you just have to remind yourself that this is a holiday. So it's right. meant spending time with family and having fun and creating memories and moments. Exactly. But can we talk about another frustrating moment? Oh too, gosh. A bit? My mother. So I, my mom always makes this pretzel, oh pretzel jello salad. <laughs> and my brother's obsessed with it and he only eats it at Thanksgiving. So I'm like, I have to make it. So my mom sends me the ingredients and instructions. So I, I go and get everything and I'm starting to make it. I'm reading these instructions. Cause like we all know, I'm like chef Brie, I can oh, read instructions and like knock it out of the park. And I'm reading this and I'm like, what is this? And it reminded me of the scene from Schitt's Creek where David is making his mother Mora's one of the best scenes uh, ever in the whole series recipe. And then he's like, she's like, just fold, fold the cheese. Or whatever. Like, what does that, that mean? mean? As she's like, handing him grated fold cheese, it like a piece of paper. And she's like, no, da- like David, you know, fold it. Like she didn't know. And I call my mother, but I'm like reading these instructions as if I felt like David, like this is your recipe. Like, how do we do it? I'm like, don't make me fail. At Thanksgiving. The best is she goes to Brie and she goes, I don't know, just like Google it. Yeah. And we looked at each other and we go, wait. This isn't mom, like a special recipe. This isn't a special mom recipe that was like been handed down for generations. We got like so like defeated feeling and sad. I was like, I really thought this was like a secret. I, I literally no, was like. it's on Google. Yeah. When she said Google it, I was thinking but to myself she's like. she's been making it, I feel like, before Google was even around. I thought so. But then it turned into me Googling, which I did. And I found the pretzel jello. You found out that you forgot the frozen raspberries, Brie. Yeah, thank goodness Rayleigh's was still open. But I will say, even though I feel like everyone has those little hiccups and those little, you know, spots during cooking that make you feel like you're about to fail Thanksgiving, in the end, it was Brie and I made amazing dishes and they looked beautiful. They didn't look like a hot mess. They didn't. Brian ended up making it. Brian's flight kept getting delayed. Oh. And then he arrived right when we were serving dinner. We pushed it back because, of course, we weren't going to say grace we without him and eat without him. But Brie and I just high-fived each other. And we're like, not only did we get these dishes done and they look good, and thank goodness they tasted amazing, but we were able to get ourselves ready. Oh, yeah. Still had we the took babies. Showers. We showered. We washed our hair. Took hair. everyone to the park. We to took run we around to the park, but our dishes we made broccoli salad, cheese rice, pretzel jello, jello salad. salad. Mm-hmm. Um, I made pumpkin cake, turkey. turkey. We made stuffing. We made mashed potatoes. Oh, Artem! Artem did his iconic mashed potatoes that are just so unreal. So good. Um, and my gosh, we had cranberry sauce. 
So we did a lot. Yeah. And, and we said that this is going to be a new tradition for our families where we want every Thanksgiving we come up to the mountains because there was something special about having Thanksgiving in the mountains. It's really the cold. The smell cold, of the trees, yeah. the fireplace on, the whole mm-hmm. house smells like food, but mixed in with It'd all be that. all warm and cozy and go on your walk. Yeah. yeah. And then Brian was a total holiday story where it was kind of like, oh no, I'm going to miss it. And like he's running through the airports trying to get home. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he came in like right he on time. Came literally right as we set everything out. We all like out. were going, yay. And yeah. It, it just, was perfect. It was perfect. I love it. I know it was actually nice and it was nice like everyone like eating all the dishes and just like "Mm, oh my gosh like giving you all those like I I felt so accomplished I was like yeah I'm gonna cook more I mean everyone ate them all Friday I mean the leftovers went and I have to say our leftovers on Friday because then Brian's family all came in town and it's been so fun it literally feels like Christmas we put out Brie and I put everything out again and it was like we had a second Thanksgiving and we are and so everyone happy. Loved it. And we actually now have no leftovers. Like literally every dish got eaten. And that it's, made me really happy. There was no me, waste. Which is such a good feeling. Yeah. And now we know like the perfect amounts for every we year do. now. And Nicole and I were saying next year, we don't want anyone to be in the kitchen with us. I think it, what was nice is there wasn't, it was that just everyone you and did I. go hike everyone, and work out and do yep, things. Everyone was out of the house. It made you and I yep. and our PJs just. We just had the babies. Calmly do it. Yeah. Babies and bird. Yes, that's true. Well, it was cute, you guys, because I go to Bird. I'm like, Bird, would you like to say Grace? And she looked at everyone and goes, Grace. Oh my God, that was so cute. And, and I, with a big smile on her face, and I'm like, but she, I yeah. mean, that's right. Bree just said, say Grace. And she's like, Grace. Yeah, because I thought to myself, like, oh, I always tell her to say your prayers. So I guess I never do say Grace yeah. to her. So she probably had no idea what I was talking about. So, real quick, who do you think the MVP of Thanksgiving was? You or me? Oh, for sure, me. What? Because I also had to make Brian's family recipe of the pumpkin cake, which was my first time. You stirred, okay? You did. But it was stressful for me because I know that's the one thing Brian looks forward to. JJ was looking forward to the pretzel jello, which I was in charge of. So I feel like under a lot of pressure and stress... I did it. Okay. And then my argument to that is I never really cook. And then I did a really good job. But because you did make a really good pretzel jello salad and had to deal with a lot of frustration, I'll give you the MVP. Thank you. And then the MVP of my heart, I think we need to bring him on. Yes. Because he made Thanksgiving very special. And I'm just so happy to have him home. 12 weeks gone, which we need to get all the tea about that. But I I think it's awesome. And I think it's cool too for Artem to like go from the... Dancing with the Stars season finale to come straight here to Tahoe. Yeah. Like that was kind of cool too. It was, it was like special. everyone wraps everything up and then they get to come and, and just enjoy. Out. And yeah, seriously. All right. Well, we'll take a quick break and then we'll come back with Artem. I know you all missed that. Texas Pete is a sauce that allows you to sauce like you mean it. It's generosity in its simplest form, and it's a swagger people have who know what's good. That's right. Each Texas Pete sauce is packed with bold, balanced flavor. The signature tanginess is what makes it a legendary hot sauce that can be used on just about anything. It has been at the center of dinner tables since 1929 and is still heating things up today. Oh, yeah. And you know, you're definitely going to want to try every flavor. The original hot sauce has a famous secret blend of fermented peppers. The hotter hot sauce is three times hotter than the original and not for the faint of heart. Sabor by Texas Pete adds authentic Mexican flavor. Yum. And their dust dry seasoning matches the flavor of the original hot sauce in a flavorful dry rub. Mm, It's just making my mouth water thinking about it. I mean, I'm always reaching for the Texas Pete. I think we put it on our breakfast, lunch, and dinner. We really do. We actually even sneak hot sauce in our purses. So if restaurants don't have hot sauce, we put it on. Texas Pete goes with me everywhere I go. Texas Pete, sauce like you mean it. Visit texaspeat.com and use the store locator to find Texas Pete products as well as purchase sauces and get recipe inspiration. And use the promo code PODCAST24 for 20% off at texaspeat.com. You know what I love about springtime is that you kind of get to refresh your closet. You know, fall, winter, we're all bundled up. And then when spring comes, the sun is truly out. You get to ditch all the layers and just refresh your look. 
I mean, I feel like I'm totally in for like refreshing my wardrobe, bringing a little color. I need spring shopping. I mean, Brie, Walmart has like some incredible styles out right now and so affordable. Oh, that is right. This spring, there's only one destination for the latest fashion, home and beauty inspired by real life, Walmart. Be it bold swimwear or graphic beach towels, glowy makeup or sleek activewear, or even elevated furniture and mix and match tableware to inspire your next spring gathering at home. Discover surprisingly stylish new season favorites at Walmart now or shop it on the Walmart app. Go to walmart.com slash now trending. That's walmart.com slash now trending. Now trending. Your style at Walmart. Brian and I tried Factor Meals and they are so popular with us. And let me tell you why. Eating better is easy with Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, and ready to go in just two minutes. There's over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. There are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day. Get started today and get after your goals. Fuel up fast with Factors restaurant-quality meals that are ready to heat and eat whenever you are. No prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. You can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Factor is less expensive than takeout and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. I love how these Factor meals are so quick and easy to make. In the Danielson household, the Factor meals are very popular. Let's just say my husband tried one and now I feel like I have to protect all my other meals before he goes through them. But he and I love the fact that they're so easy to make. You know exactly what you're eating. They're healthy, you know the calorie intake, and there is no mess. Because when you have two kids and two dogs, there's always messes. So the fact that a meal doesn't have to be messy, thank you. Head to factormeals.com slash twins50 and use code twins50 to get 50% off. That's code TWINS50 at factormeals.com slash TWINS50 to get 50% off. All right, everyone. I feel like it's been a long time, right? But welcome back to the show, finally. Artem. Artem. Hey. It's nice to be back. Is it nice to be back? So what's up? You didn't show up with the Miraball trophy? That's, uh, that's an awful thing to even say when I just show awful, up. Awful. I'm just thing. kidding. First of all, let me remind you, what happened to my Mirabel trophy? Yeah. Mateo. Mateo smashed it. Who was responsible to giving it to Mateo in the first place? Well, I wanted, you know, on the season premiere to do something really cute and set Mateo by the trophy and take a cute photo. And then he looks at the Dancing with the Stars part on the mirror ball. And it starts to pull at it. But who would think a baby could break that? And then he just tears it apart. I'm like, oh, my gosh. But I realized it was like all put together with like gold plated toothpicks. That's crazy. That's yeah. interesting. Very. The big question is, in the video, she says, I'll fix that. And now has and she has fixed? No, I like just shoved super it in glue. the closet. Don't you have super glue at home? I always keep it around because the kids break look everything. It. I looked at it and I was like, you know, this is like too many pieces. I'm just going to have to fix it when he gets home. Got it. Team Artem. That's, that's why I'm I didn't bring Team another mirror bowl. That's the reason why there was no other Well, I wanted you to get another one so we could Good. replace it, but that's okay. But Artem, we definitely want to, of course, all of our listeners want to hear about this season. And I do want to say that you and Melora did do incredible. Amazing Dude, did you job. see her abs on the season finale? I mean, she looks amazing, but you guys killed it. I mean, you guys had really amazing dances. Your choreography was on point. Thank you. What? No, nothing. Why are you looking at me like that? No, no, you're saying Talk really about nice the things. season. What would you like to know about the season, actually? Because it's been long. Well, give us the concept. 13 week of training and performing every single Monday night. So 
I think what people don't realize how much work gets into the show. I mean, you literally I train do. every single day. You do, but also the difference is in pandemic. It was uh, it. It is a little different because you have to like isolate yourself from everyone else, and it's like you almost seem like in one bubble, and it's just a constant, the same thing over and over and over and over. But I agree so, with you, Artem. I, I think the listeners don't understand because it is pretty surreal how quickly you have to put a dance together and get it approved, and then get your partner ready for actual yeah. live TV. So in reality, what we have, we train for probably about five days straight. And we don't have days off. But I think the hardest part, so I don't know if you wear what white means, but white, it's when you actually shoot your routine from the beginning to an end so the director can see it and try to like script it, how to shoot your routine. So what happened is that we have to turn in whites on Wednesday. So imagine this, Monday we have a show. On Tuesday, we have a one-day of rehearsal, which is mainly you have to do like a video package about how the Monday went. So that's scratch another two hours of the rehearsal already. So you have a one-hour training, and the next day you have to do a wide. So imagine, Towards the end of the rehearsal. Now, would right. Melora have to do the wide with you? Or would oh, you no, use no, no, no. You have you to have do with to your do celebrity. It. Oh, my god! So you have to teach them in four hours the routine you're actually seeing on Monday night. So obviously, it's not going to look like on Monday night because you train for the rest of the week and making it better. But... The whole point of it is like you struggling because you're trying to figure it out the steps and some steps work, some steps doesn't work. And then you have to shoot that wide. So the amount of pressure pros get on the show for that Wednesday is legit. You come and just like, let's just get through the wide. Like, let's just get it done so we can continue moving and improving the routine. So I think that was the hardest part this season is uh, Wednesday. Wednesday was just like not a fun days. Yeah, I mean, that's crazy. I know. When you do watch Dancing with the Stars and you see all of your performances, I feel like sometimes, and maybe I'm wrong, that the pros don't get enough credit because it is pretty crazy. You're teaching someone who doesn't know how to dance. Right. And then you have to put the choreography together. Like sometimes I I don't know why I used to think watching Dancing with the Stars, someone gave you the choreography. I didn't realize you have to sit there and hear the song and you're like, you Artem are thinking, hmm, well, how do I make this like a dance for Melora and I? That's like a lot. And then that's only a, well, a couple of days then to put right. it all together. And they're not picking the song. So that's, well, it's not like, well, I mean, it's a celebrity kind of dance, right. right? So what happened is that the producer is trying to fit the song what matches the celebrity, not necessarily what professional partner wants to dance right. to or what fits better to actually dance to. Because they have a bigger picture of things. First of all, if there's 15 couples, it's going to be 15 songs. They all can be the same. They all have to be different. And yeah, you're under a lot of pressure to do that too. Because audience been watching the show for 30 seasons. And obviously you can't do the same things for 30 seasons. You have to come up with something different than you. And you just like, okay, what have I done and what I haven't done yet? So in this, I think it becomes like this picking out of the head, what works best, what doesn't work. And then you're also under the pressure because you don't know if your celebrity be able to do things that you want to do versus what you would like to do, you know? Yeah. So I think mixture of those things does become like big headache and you live with that headache at least till Friday because once Friday everything is done, you can just, okay, now I can just dance the dance and kind of relax until next Monday. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, it's, you go to bed by thinking what I'm doing, what am I teaching, what I'm choreographing, and you wake up with exactly the same thought. So after 13 weeks, like you become so exhausted mentally. Don't get me wrong, it's a super rewarding doing a Monday night and people watching and appreciate it and judges scoring and you get the reward. But at the same time, it's a long time coming to get that reward. And sometimes you don't even get it. Sometimes judges say, yeah, it was okay. Yeah. So when you go like, yeah. oh, I spent all this all, time yeah. trying to make Your it look minus, good. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, well, okay, well, let's move on to the next week, hopefully. So I have a question. Who would have been like your vote? Who would have won the mirror ball this season? Anyone, <laughs> and even okay. if it's you. I, you know what? I actually think? said from the very first week, I think they're actually going to be Jimmy. Yeah. To me, Jimmy and Emma were amazing. He was a lot of chemistry too. An incredible dancer. He was very real. Um, I don't know. It's just their personalities. Like both of them, they just match so well. Like they, they really play off each other quite well. Yeah. So to me, that were winner from the beginning. So when they actually got eliminated, I was very shocked because it's like, yeah. how is that even possible? Because they got like, Bad scores that week, which I also think Jimmy did not deserve. I think he deserved much higher scores than eights that week. So I don't know. I mean, it's really hard to predict, as you can see, what the result was. Well, because at the end of it, it comes to who's 
voting for you too. So, I, but Absolutely, I'm shocked yeah. he's so over in country music that he wasn't getting more votes. But I guess that's what in the end sent him home. Right. Brie, who do you? Who is your vote? <sighs> I don't know. And do you think him on, or do you think? I mean, I I'll be honest. I, I the one thing I do like when I see some people with no experience, yeah, and you see the growth. I feel like that's kind of the point of a competition show because you definitely see some, some people who come on and you're like, okay, well, dancing's in their background, so even the way they put their hands or do something, you're like. Okay, they know. And even to remember eight counts and perform it. Like when you're an athlete and you've never done that, it's it's, so hard. Oh, and then the music. So when you learn it and then all of a sudden they put the music to it, your mind's blown. Especially because as athletes don't go out to choreography, like we don't know what the basketball game is going to be or the football game or the wrestling match. Right. We well, just go also, out there and do yeah. what we have to do. And how tall is he? He's like 6'6", six, six, right? 6'5"? Six, Huimon? Yeah. I don't know. Very, very tall, especially compared so, to Danielle. And she's like, yeah. of his height. And that has to be a struggle, you know, to right. dance that tall. And I'm sure his feet are really big, right? I or mean, no? there's advantage and disadvantage in that. You know, okay. like, because he's so tall, he'd be able to pick her up and spin and turn and, like, throw her in the air, which is he actually cool tricks. what made him stand out the most is because he did lifts that were quite impressive. Yeah. And I think that's the reason why people say, oh, wow, he's so good. So I think it's a combination of, like, doing incredible lifts. And I think as well, his facial expressions, how much he enjoyed doing it, I think that really put it into perspective, like, wow, he's doing so much better. In reality, when you watch him actually dance steps, there was not a lot of routine where he actually did a lot of dancing. Okay. You know, he sells the move. He had the swag. He really performed well. And I mean, when he had the dancing combination, he did really well. But majority of the time when you watch his routines, they had a lot of lifts. Yeah. And lifts are very hard to do. Don't get me wrong. It's not like it's, right. you can't appreciate because they're very extraordinary oh, when you look yeah. at it, you know? And I think also the audience, like Dancing with the Stars audience, they like get impressed with that. Totally. Know? So I think it's that combination that put him kind of like above everyone else. And his packages. He was so likable. Mom really and I was. talked about him every week. You just fell he in was love very with open. him. When you he was so real. You fell in love with him more and more every week. Sometimes for me, when I see people's packages, they're trying so hard yeah. for the viewers to like. I'm like, I'm gonna don't stop talk about my kids or I'm gonna just talk about this because I think that's what the viewers want. And I'm always just real. And I think that's what made you love him. I he was agree. just so effortlessly cool. Where other people, it's like you just see right through it when they're trying so hard and then when they're trying to push a story or they're trying to push this and you start to see when people start to become unlikable and then people that become likable. Well, that's why I really like Jojo. To be honest, I thought Jojo was going to win because she has a massive fan base. What her and Jenna did was something historic. It was different. And I liked how she opened up because you, I mean, she's like a huge child star. Like, I mean, she still kind of is a child, but I think her whole story, it was really cool to hear it first kind of on Dancing with the Stars, like her real feelings and stuff she's kind of had to hide. Yeah. I, I thought she was going to win. I thought it was definitely between her and Amon. I, I, I did my, so my 10 votes, I did five for JoJo and I did five for Amon. Oh, look at you. Yeah, I shared. So, but okay, enough <laughs> about dancing. We got to get more about Artem. I will admit that I was very happy when dancing ended. And oh, I know, we know. And I know Mateo. And I know Mateo felt the same because when Artem walked through the door. Mateo at first was shocked because he couldn't believe he was seeing daddy in person instead of FaceTime. And then he was so happy and he he has been attached to Artem ever since. Wouldn't you say? Yeah, he was. It was actually very surprising because Nicole visited me with Mateo in LA. He was really kind of like taking back a little bit. He didn't want to have anything to do with Artem. He didn't want to like hug me or it took him like a second to kind of warm up, you know? And when I came back from the show, he was just like a different, he was like, oh, dad, hug me and like hold me and like, let me show you my room and let me show you my toys Aww. and play around. He's like, love, like grabbing the fingers and just like take your fingers and point at things and like walk you everywhere. It's, yeah, it was very special. Well, and I feel it's because Mateo knew daddy was home. See, when we were in LA, we were in a place Mateo was not familiar with and his dad's there. So he's like, wait, I don't see him at home, but now he's here. And I think he was just like, I'm going to ignore him. I'm mad at him. But when he knew he was home, he just was like, you're not leaving. Right. And now he has to go do the tour. (laughs) It's going to be very hard. Life of entertainment. It's tough. I guess so. I mean, I think it's actually, you know, I think it's very fortunate 
nowadays. You know, we have a steady work and steady job that actually provides and gives an opportunity, you know, to have a better life and just, just, just provide in general. Because I think a lot of people still till nowadays try to find a job, try to find a job that they love. So I think it's very fortunate to have that because, again, entertainment business is not the type of business that lasts forever, right? So having an opportunity to go, and this is probably will be my last tour, you know, um, I never say never because you never know what the life's going to turn out like and what it's going to be. But I think it's important to take everything in right now, especially right now when Mateo is not actually speaking and it's not having... Well, he's As still much. developing and no, learning sure. and has feelings. 100%. But I think if, you, if you're going to miss time and miss like 11 weeks of, of his life, it's better to do it now than do it when he's two years old. When he literally says, Daddy, come home. You know, when he actually verbally says, I think it's going to be really hard. Well, and I next think that's season when, you're going to miss because he'll be in school. Right. I mean, no, I know. I'm saying like traveling for 11 right. weeks and, and I, not be able to be there. Yeah. You know? And Birdie's been used to Brian, you know, being on the road. It's all Birdie's ever known since... He's been born and it is harder on Brian now that she's four and a half and she's like, I don't want you to go on the road, dad, dad. But she's also used to it. She knows that's what he does. Right. And like we always say, well, Bird, everything we have is because Dada works so hard and she knows that. And I, I just think Mateo will be used to it. It's all he'll know. Yeah, I think though what's harder with what Artem does than Brian is Brian comes home every week for a few days where right. Artem leaves literally 12 weeks straight and now he's... He'll only be home for two weeks total, maybe two and a half. And then he's off for a few weeks for rehearsals, comes back home for a week and then is gone for 11 weeks straight. So and will- you have to understand, like he's engaged to someone who also is in the entertainment industry and who also has a career. And, you know, that's I think where Artemis and I's issues happen and we're in therapy for it. But like it's because then I have to put everything on pause for me to make sure that, you know, there's a parent there 24 seven for Mateo. Mm -hmm. And even though I brought him to set for AGT extreme and he'll come back with me. Um, but that's where it gets hard because we don't have a full, we don't have full time help. Right. Which is, we working on it right now, obviously. Um, but I think saying that like, I'm not leaving for actually 11 and a half weeks straight. I'm not going to be back. I'm actually, I'm traveling on the days off home. So I will be home once a week. Well, even if it's for like 16 hours, that still counts. Well, we'll see. <laughs> what do you mean? We'll see. By That's the time the you land and you get to hang out before Mateo goes to bed and have to take a flight the next morning before he wakes right. up. Well, but it's is, better than nothing. I mean, right. Right. That's I true. mean, that's something that if I'm capable and, and actually would be able to do, right. I'm willing to fly for six hours one way just to see, even see Mateo for four hours a day. Yeah, no, that's. I mean, it's. I think it's better than completely not being there for them. I'll take that over nothing. Right. And you know, everyone always though makes it about the dad, right? Like, well, how about the fiance that wants her? So you know what's interesting? Brian around. and I had a conversation about this, and Brian's like, okay. You like, what would you think would be the best? And I go, honestly, I feel like the babies need mama their first couple years of life. It's just what it is. Like the kids just feel more attached to the mother and it's, we're breastfeeding. We're doing all these things. I'm like, I would have done it the way we did it with both the kids. It's like, you can continue to travel I have to take a step back because I just feel like it's what they need. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I wouldn't have no. done it any differently. I wouldn't have had Brian stay home and me continue right. wrestling because it just wouldn't have made sense. And especially like his moms were still healing from birth and then the breastfeeding mentally we're trying to get our hormones back in place. So I feel like how sad it is and it's hard in today's culture and today's world. The mom does have to take a back seat in her career and just in life. I mean, I still look at my body at times and I'm like, damn, when are we going to get back girl? I mean, Thanksgiving just put me months. Oh, you're doing good. Well, but do you know what I mean? But I feel like I wouldn't have changed it. Like I, I mean, Brian, I'll never forget like with both kids, he had to go back on the road at six weeks when they're six weeks old and I bawled my eyes out, but you know, right. Right. No, I agree. And look, I'm very, very supportive of you and I want you to do what you love. But, you know, we I want to get into some questions as if we are really interviewing Artem, because oh. I know because you're my fiance and like Brie is your future sister-in-law. We start to have conversations with it's great. But I also think people want to know like dreams and goals. So what's something that you really want to accomplish in 2022? Just in that year. 
Yeah, next year. So like, let's just oh. pretend like it's New Year's Eve today and you're going <laughs> to... And you're going to say like, what do I want to do in 2020? So, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, it's, it's, it's a really hard question just simply because there is so many things go through your mind that you would like to do. And I think picking just one specific thing is really, really hard. Is it like a goal like, oh, I want to get in shape? Or is it a goal like, oh, I want to get a maybe different idea of what else I can do in life? Do you have some type of dream or something you've really wanted to do? And you're like, you know what? Next year's the year where I'm actually going to get in the coffee business. Because you talk about (laughs) wanting to do coffee for a long time. Or I'm going to actually do some TikToks with my fiance. Very, very sensitive subject. I'll tell you why. So oh I do God. love drink coffee, right? And I have a specific understanding of what I like to drink, what type of coffee, because to me, coffee is like wines for them. You know, it tastes different. Every bean tastes different. And the way you make it, it tastes different. There's a whole scientific fact to it, right? So Nicole wants me to get into the coffee business because I like coffee, right? <laughs> but the thing is, I don't really know exactly what that coffee world is. So I can't just go like, I'm going to come up with the beans. I'm going to go to this company, get the beans, which selling them online. To me, this is not really like a genuine making, making like into the coffee business. Like I'd love to figure it out that there is someone out there who is as passionate drinking coffee and have a better idea how I can actually be involved Versus me just jumping and trying to sell the coffee beans. I get that. You did know it, what I mean? Did a, buzz, kind of, did a bus just drive by? I think I just got pushed. What do you mean? What do you mean? Got Thrown under the bus. Oh, no, but, you didn't. I was just trying to explain <laughs> the audience the situation. Okay, that they first don't of all, know. he's exaggerating. Well, not true. All of this came up. I never exaggerate one All of this came up life. because Artem was interested in other ways of making money. Yeah. And I thought right. he's so passionate about coffee. So- he would be amazing in that industry because what I know from wine and other business ventures I've been a part of, when you're passionate about something, you become a great salesman because you believe in it. And so I'm like, Artem should be in the coffee business because he's so obsessed with coffee. He should either have a coffee shop or I was like, I started to see a lot of people have their own bags of beans. And I'm like, Artem should have his own bags of beans. And he actually had some great conversations of people that he loved their Beans. I love that and, product, actually. And There's one company I really, really love that so, product. So, yeah. yeah, that was a very big positive that... But it's I, more of a hobby for him, right? Hobby. I mean, it is... I think drinking coffee is just like an everyday thing. Yeah. So, it's... I mean, it is a hobby that can turn into whatever possibilities out there. But I think it's also really, really hard because you want to make sure what you're giving to the people that you're promoting is actually something you're really, really doing. Because I think nowadays people are just willing to put anything out there just to sell or just to kind of like be part of or whatever. And I think I, I think that's what scares me too. Is it, I don't want to make it like a business out of it. I actually want to make something that does have a bigger, right. like a bigger meaning and bigger Which is idea. amazing. So then what, what like is that. it? Yeah, so I like that. So coffee's what is, off the list. So okay, coffee's what else? off the list. So what else in 2022, Adam? Because we're all going to watch out. We're all well, going to look okay, out for it. So I love cooking, right? You are. I do love cooking. Cook. I do like to work with hands and I do like to build and I do, I do love those things. Those things doesn't, Every seems like take a lot of time. I can literally spend a whole day doing. Like, I even even the cold remembers in my old house in LA when I was doing barbecue area. I literally, I think, I, as soon as I woke up, I was doing that, and mm-hmm. I went to bed, like trying to get shower real quick because dust and everything else. And I remember Nicole bringing me like, "This is your drink. This is your food," because I wouldn't forget to do that. So I'm really passionate about that stuff, and it's it's not so much passion. I think it's kind of like within my family. My dad is an engineer, and he built his own house and his garden. He's doing a lot of those things, especially yeah, after he's he retired. Incredible. He does all of them himself. He he's pretty much sustained the whole lifestyle during the winter time because he grows vegetable in the summer, uh, whatever that is. So I do love that. I think the hardest part is just, just because you're passionate about something, you also have to figure it out. Is that something that I should really invest my time into? Because being a dad, you have a lot of responsibilities, right? If I would be single and I'd be chilling on the couch, I think it would be an easy choice to make, but it's a hard choice to make because you have such a limited time and you want to make the most of it. Right. You know, you don't want to waste it because it's the worst thing, the wasting time, right? And I think it's, it's I would love to the new year in 2020 for me to actually have a better idea what I want to put myself into, what I want to spend time doing because I want to see the, like what it actually going to be 
your next chapter in life you kind of yeah, want to know. Yeah, I guess, yeah. I, I, yeah, you can say yeah. that for sure. And I don't know if it's cooking or if it's building or if it's completely something different. Um, but I would love to do that. I'd love to figure it out for myself because I, I think that. it would be important with the next for the next 10 years to kind of grow and come up with something different, you know, because all I know at this point right now is how to dance and yeah. how to choreograph and how to teach, right? As you probably audience aware, athletes' lives, they're not... Forever. Forever at all. You know, like yeah. it's the bodies, it's the it's it's the younger generation coming up and do better than you and they're much hungrier than you and you just you just don't have the same drive. And I think that's what I struggled with for the like last season is the drive. I do know what needs to be done, but I feel like my drive is a little bit different. You know, it's a little bit more safe, it's not risky. And I think you can see it in my dancing and in my like choreography and stuff, it's a little bit on the safer side, you know? And I don't know if it comes because or of the Or is that experience. because one of the judges said it to you and it's in your head? No. Because I thought your choreography was beautiful. Yeah. But I, 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 I see mean, what he means when it's risk. Like when you take risk, I feel like younger people yeah. can come in like a ball of fire. Yeah, they're like, and they're trick, gonna try, let's go yeah. do a trick. And if it works, it doesn't work. To me now, I'm just kind of like overthinking and thinking, yeah. it, is it smart to do it? Do I have enough time to accomplish it and get it done? So I think just right now, it's like your brain start taking over your just momentum and your drive yeah, and like, I get that. this is what I want to do. And, and I just want to get back into that feeling. I don't want to, I don't want to live a life safe way because you just don't grow. You don't improve. You don't get better. You just like, you don't challenge yourself. And I think that's what's happened for the past year. It just like, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's easier to make a safe choice because you know, what's going to work. Oh, that was super inspiring, Artem. Oh, thanks. I love yes. that. Um, I have another question for you. Oh God. What's your favorite memory of us? Oh, oh, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Was that a, um, a was that actual question? question or is that your own personal? Oh, well, I'm not going to say. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm not going to say. Favorite memories of us. Well, obviously, I mean, I know Nicole might feel a little different, but to me, just in meeting, I think that was the one thing is kind of like trip me out. And I know it's very controversial and at this point, whatever, I don't really care, but I think meeting Nicole for the first time, I actually called the executive producer right after our first meet. And I even said that, wow, this girl is absolutely incredible. I actually, I said it like, I think I'm like in love, <laughs> you know, and I don't quick, I don't really understand what it meant for me at the time. It's just kind of like, I don't know. It's when you meet a certain person that you kind of like, don't really understand how you feel yet you have this like overwhelming like a lot of feelings and you don't know how to cope with it and you don't know like what to do with it and you just try to manage as much as you can in mm-hmm. the best way you can and again look i'm not perfect obviously um but yeah i think that was the time where i was like wow it just kind of like hit me even like speaking right now i'm thinking i'm sweating you are yeah. i was like wow so, his back is sweating really bad yeah oh can it's I not that it's not that. here or something mm, that was so <laughs> cute and then i kicked your ass in the ring how fun was that oh my god that's probably add to it you know take a body slam right well, well yes no, that, was that was before the no second, that was after that was when they was then after. wanted us to do it in front of monday night raw yeah but the time Artem's saying is when I did not know who I was meeting and literally they go, when Artem walks through this curtain, they are going to hit my music and I'm actually going to then just do my entrance. Like they built it all day. It was crazy. So when Artem walks through the curtain, they hit my music, Brie, just how I do it. So I walk out on the ramp and I do this and then I like look over at him and then, you know, when I do rip my shirt. So as I rip my shirt walking down the ramp, I like chuck it and hit him in the face. And Artem's like, what is this? Imagine. And then I did my backflip and I did my full on entrance. And that's how we met. And then they got, he got in the ring and then the producers were like, Hey, can you um, throw him around? Oh my gosh, poor Artem. Bree, I arm dragged him. I chucked him. Well, I didn't chuck him, but I pushed him into the turnbuckle and I started kicking him. He's like, and I he like was- this. <laughs> And it then was, he told it me was the very salsa. different. It was very different. You know, <laughs> from the usual first meet, we shake hands and talk about what would you like to accomplish? That it was, was like hilarious. a lot of beating happening. At yeah. That time, so. It was fun. Oh, I remember, I remember that moment so well. And someone, it's on the internet somewhere, actually. Oh, is it? Yeah. Because they, they actually never ended up playing They never that. even aired it because WD was like, we need something that looks way more elevated because we were in a training facility. Oh, that's right. It yeah. was, um, we were in um, one of the, I think the, one Man, of the, Hawaiian? I think the Usos' dads. Okay. 
um, oh, little okay. uh, the place because like it's outside of LA and they do tiny shows, you know, yeah. um, mm-hmm. a school. Mm-hmm. So they, they literally built this mini stage, but there was no lights, like not like us. And I, when WWE saw it, they're like, no, they need to come to Monday Night Raw and Which, we'll do it there. I get that. Oh, Artem and I were actually very happy because it's just, we knew for our package, it was going to be even better. Right. And just to have that moment. And it was really fun for me to like be in front of the crowd and then body slam them. I loved it. Jeez. So. And then you took an arm drag in the first dance. Oh, I did. I think that, that was more a slam level. than a it drag. It was like a slam. Yeah. I, and the thing is what people don't know is like, I, I don't really know how to wrestle at all. And mm-hmm. you also have to understand, and I don't know if something I can speak or not, but on the actual wrestling ring, it's quite bouncy. So it's quite nice when you yeah, land. Yes, so we don't break our backs. Right? Remember, it's it's a hardwood floor when you <laughs> dance. So that flip, and also, mind you, so we have to rehearse that. It's not like we can just like, okay, you're just going to flip me and it's done. Oh my gosh. We've done it for like multiple times. But we started with pads. We did. Right, pads. Yeah. And, and I slammed him hard pads. the night of the show just because I knew I had to and go full out. No, you did. You could hear it. like. <laughs> and, oh, yeah. I, it, His whole it, body crushed on the legitimately hurt. Whoa. Like, it actually did hurt. Thrive Market is a go-to for all of your grocery and household essentials and the convenience of getting everything online, then quickly shipped to your doorstep is a huge time saver. Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. They restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories, and you could use their on-site filters to suit your lifestyle needs. Whether you're looking for organic kid snacks, low sugar alternatives, or gluten-free pantry essentials, you can curate your own shopping experience with a few clicks. When you join Thrive Market, you are also helping a family in need with their one-for-one membership matching program. You join, they give. Nikki, where do we get all our primal condiments? Thrive Market. You know it. I have actually loved so much that I have been able to transform my refrigerator, even my pantry, to healthy, low-sugar condiments. Mm-hmm. Everything in the gluten-free, Whole30 diet recommendations. Thrive Market for me is that one-stop shop where I can pick and choose all the things that are healthy for not only my kids, but for myself too. And boom, they're at my front door within days. They definitely make it super easy to stay healthy, organic, all the things that we really want in our household. One thing that Thrive Market has helped me with is I've wanted that when it comes to household cleaning items or just stuff that you actually put in your house besides consuming. And they've really helped it. I had one one of my goals this year was less plastic in my house. Thrive Market helps with that, with refillables, with what I exactly need to clean. And look, when you have kids running around, having a company really care about the ingredients inside it, that's super important. What we're spraying on our counters, putting in our toilets, on our sheets, all of that matters. So grateful for a place like Thrive Market that really looks into ingredients and we know what we're buying. 100%. Join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash twins for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash twins. Thrivemarket.com slash twins. Warning, things are about to get intense. I mean, Bree and I are talking like that intense moment when the room stops, maybe time stops, when everything might be going around you, but you're looking at that one person dead in the eyes or a maple donut and <laughs> in our eyes usually I'm giving that stare down when I want to ask my husband for his credit card so I can go shopping Ooh, that is the intense that I like intense heat lasting plump from the hot new lifter plump from Maybelline New York formulated with chili pepper lifter plump delivers a heated sensation for an instant lip plumping effect that lasts. Available in eight sizzling shades. Blush, Blaze, Red Flag, Hot Honey, Cocoa Zing, and many more. And you know me with that red. Nothing like a red flag on my sizzling lips. Oh, we know it, girl. Can you take that heat? 
find your shade at Maybelline.com or a retailer near you. Amazon shoppers get 10% off Lifter Plump purchase with code 10PLUMP for a limited time. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. All right, everyone. So we're back, and Bree is missing because Buddy woke up, and it's just us three, and Mateo is still sleeping. We love to leave with some inspiration and affirmation, and so we would love for you to tell us about a quote that has inspired, motivated, or changed you. God, I'm going to be so boring about this. I think the only one quote that I live by <laughs> most of my life and most of my career is a really simple one. Hard work pays off. So I think nowadays it's something that I think is missing a lot because I think kids in general think that they can become these stars and celebrities overnight. We can go and like do TikTok videos and, you know, like and stuff like that. And the thing is what I feel about it as much as I don't quite understand that world. And I think I never will because I always feel that you have to work really hard for something to to get back you know and i think that's how you have like a much longer longevity of life because if you overnight success it could also be gone overnight and if you work really really hard towards the career you want to achieve or towards like a goal you have in life i think that's what's going to make your life more consistent and successful too but I think it's the best code for that I would give to absolutely anyone. You know, yeah. if you have a dream, if you have a goal, work hard for it. Because you know what? If you do that, everything is possible. And I agree. And that is so how you're, even when I think of your season of dancing, you are all about that mindset. Hard work pays off. And it most certainly does. And whatever you do, hey, TikTok's hard. You're just getting old. <laughs> All right. Well, Artem, thank you so much for coming on the show. I love you so much. We need to have you again because I feel like there's just so much we can always talk about and there's just never enough time. Never enough time. Yeah. And next time we won't have to talk about dancing. We'll just talk all about you. Okay. All right, everyone. Well, thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed this episode and we cannot wait to talk to you all next week. What do you mean next week? Oh, you're going to talk to them next. I say you're going to talk to me next. Like, no. Am I coming back? I just like looking into your eyes. Oh. I will catch up with all of you, our listeners, on the Bellas Podcast next week. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.